what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 302, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? I really, really wanted to start this episode off with a little queen. We are the champions. Um, I just didn't feel right about it. Not that queen ever listens or would even really have a problem if they, it got if this episode got sent to them and they heard me playing that song, it's you know it's just not right. I don't want to do it. I want to play fair. I want to play by the rules. I actually, when I started this podcast, I used to play music. A lot of those older episodes you probably can't find anymore. I think some of my first episodes were on Sound SoundCloud, um, and I, it took me maybe about I don't know forty or fifty episodes before I moved it to a big boy site. Um, known as Podbean, that's what I use, but, uh, yeah, a lot of those older ones, man, I'd start the episodes off playing fucking, what, you know, Led Zeppelin is, like, notorious for suing people for using their, you know, and not giving up the rights to their music and all this, I think Queen's pretty notorious for it, too, um, so I could have done it if I wanted to, but I chose not to, I went the other route, (laughs) I looked up royalty-free we are the champions, which you can find tons of royalty-free music. That just means you can't get in trouble if you play it uh, for whatever reason. I guess it's mixed in a certain way that you you don't get in trouble for it. So it was, it was made by a DJ, and I just didn't like it. It was goofy. It didn't have the same effect. You know, it was like a word every couple of, like every 10 seconds. You know, it doesn't have the same effect as we are the champions. You can't go, we are the champ, it just it doesn't feel the same. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just not the same. So I decided against it, and I won't sing it for you guys just to spare your ears. Um, but yeah, we're the champions. This first drink of this episode is for my 2023 World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Cheers, everybody! I can't believe I finally got to say that on this podcast, man. Uh, I started this thing back in 2018. That was well after uh, the the huge 2010-2011 seasons. Um, the Josh Hamilton teams. Dude, I love going back and watching clips of Josh Hamilton. Just swinging the bat. Just cranking him out of the park. Just doing all the things that Josh Hamilton could do. Which is actually a lot of things. Uh, he was a great player. You know, uh, I guess just personal shit. Uh, possibly demons uh, took him away from the game and that's unfortunate but he was fucking amazing while we had him man and I love those teams I love Beltre Kinsler I still love Kinsler to this day Elvis over there playing for my White Sox now Um, and I think I finally figured out why I just I love the underdog so much because the time that it does happen, the time that you do win the championship, it just it makes it all that much more worth it. You know what I mean? Like, not to say uh, Texas was a huge underdog this season, but I, I just love rooting for the the person who's not supposed to win. You know, we weren't a huge underdog, but at the same time, you know, we led the division a lot of the a lot of the year. You know, um, but people really didn't make you know take notice of us you know in the playoffs it was you know I, I work with a couple of baseball fans that you know they're not against the texas rangers they just have their teams so i totally get it 
you know, and I, I had to hear it all playoff song. Well, you know, you guys, you, you got a tough one with Tampa Bay. I don't know if you're going to make it past Tampa Bay. And then we, we made it past Tampa Bay. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to make it past the Orioles, man. That's probably the best team in the American League, you know. Um, and then we make it past them. And it's like Houston. Oh, you're definitely not making it past Houston. And I, I will admit wholeheartedly, when uh, Houston came back and won that game, I was tweeting about it. <clears throat> I was Xing about it. Uh, when Houston came back and won that game that we should have won, I I don't want to say I doubted my team, but it was scary. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. You know, here comes Houston. What are we going to do? Um, luckily, we pulled that series out in game seven convincingly. Uh, and then we had to hear the same thing about the Diamondbacks. Well, the, you know, Diamondbacks aren't going to, you know, just bow down and take it. And you, you got a long series ahead of you. You might be up now, but uh, blah, blah, blah. And I get it. You know, that's more exciting. That's the uh, sexy opinion. But uh, man, we fucking did it, dude. We did it. And I said this on X. I said this on Facebook. This championship in my heart, in my mind, is for my great-grandmother, and it's for my dad, man. My great-grandmother was a hardcore um, Texas Rangers fan, man. And I, I know she saw it. I know she's celebrating. I know she popped her own champagne bottle, baby. Um, it was awesome, dude, all of that. And, and it was amazing to see how many people... Yeah, some of these people are bandwagon fans. Maybe this is their first season liking the Rangers or... You know, the husband's been into it, but the wife wasn't. I mean, there was five, 500,000 to 700,000 people at that parade on Friday. And that, that just shows you, man, how deep this team runs. You got to go on Twitter, by the way. You got to go on Twitter. You got to see Tom Greaves' little, I don't know, it's like a minute and a half video kind of taking taking you through his life. It's fucking amazing, man. It's amazing how dedicated he was to this team, has always been to this team. Um, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I heard Matt Hicks cry on the, ra <laughs> on the radio, which I don't blame him, dude. It's a very emotional. It's very emotional. Generation after generation that just didn't quit on this team, knew we had it in us somehow, somewhere, some year. We could do this, man. Um Bruce Bochy, I can't say enough about the guy, dude. He's amazing. I don't know what he says to these players. I don't know how he motivates them, but whatever he does, and it's not just our team. This is his fourth championship. He took us out in, what was it, 2010? We beat the Yankees to go to the World Series, and San Francisco just wiped our face in the fucking dirt, dude, with Bochy behind the bench, you know, as the manager. Dude, he's magical absolutely magical you know and and every team every year is going to say the same thing you know the player they interview the new players they get and they interview the new manager that we get and everybody's going to say the same thing we're here to win a championship and blah 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 and you th you know you can buy in as much as you want to um and i'm not saying i didn't buy in but it's like yeah that's always the fucking goal you know no matter what manager has been here they've all said the same thing and we haven't won one yet you know, so they put together a great team uh, with a, a legendary manager. He's legendary, man. Um, like I said, I don't know. I wish I knew I had some knowledge of like what he's 
because it transcends baseball. It's not even about baseball anymore. He's just like good with people. You know what I mean? Yes, he knows baseball. Yes, he's been around baseball a long time, but it's like the, the however he's motivating these people is huge. Like he could give a master class on psychology or something. I don't know, dude. It's just un freaking real. Um <clears throat> and it did feel like a dream. The the announcer called it whenever he said Rangers fans you're not dreaming. We I don't want to say we erased the ghost of 2010 and 2011. Uh 2011 hurting a little bit more than 2010. I mean it just sucks when you come up against a team like San Francisco and they just I mean, they take you out pretty pretty quickly. Um, it was the fact of us being so damn close against St. Louis. Uh, it doesn't erase the ghosts. And actually, I've been obviously watching more video of those that 2011 run. It actually hurts worse now that we've won the championship because you can kind of look back and see the heartbreak and feel it again. You know what I mean? Uh, not to say I'm not ecstatic that we 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 pulled it out, um, <clears throat> but yeah, kind of it, it kind of stings a little bit still. You know, going back and watching those teams because you see Beltre and you see Kinsler and you see Elvis and you see you know the the pitching staff that they tried to put together to uh, make this championship run that should have worked. You know, uh, great teams. But, uh, yeah, it kind of hurts a little bit, but it, it can't take away from that feeling, dude. I literally, I was, I listened to it on the radio because, um, I just love listening to baseball on the radio. It's just that thing that reminds me of my great grandmother. I love listening on the radio. I love the announcers on the, on the radio. Um, they're per They've been doing it for so long. I mean, they just are baseball. They're synonymous. Their voices are synonymous with baseball to me. Obviously, after doing it for so many years, but <clears throat> uh, yeah, I listened to it on the radio, dude. And I just, I mean, if you weren't watching baseball, you probably thought somebody stabbed me or something. I mean, I, I just let it out. You know, it all poured out. It was, uh, it is an amazing feeling. All those people showed out. Thank you, DFW, for showing out for those Texas Rangers, dude. They've been trying, and they've been at it, and. Uh, <clears throat> Like I said, this season, it's not that we were necessarily like a huge underdog. It's just nobody really, you know, they weren't, they never walked Seeger. They never walked Adolis unless it was, you know, an accident. I don't want to say never. I think the Orioles did a couple of times, but, you know, they just kept pitching to him. Like, they, okay, he hit a, a big home run last game, but there's no way Corey Seeger is going to hit another. Oh my God, there he goes. I mean, they just wouldn't walk, or, and and I think that has a lot to do with underestimation. They underestimated how many times we could be in those clutch positions and make something happen. It was huge. Um, I am sad baseball's over, but I'm I'm just excited uh, that my my team finally did it, man. And I haven't even waited that long. You know, my whole life, I'm almost forty years old. Um, I did lose baseball a little bit there, um, probably, I don't know, for a couple of years, 04 to 08, somewhere in there, after I graduated, you know, high school or whatever, you start fucking off and doing other things and lose track of shit and, you know, whatever, but <clears throat> always been a Rangers fan, man, and, and, and I'm so, I can't even say enough how, like, excited and relieved and I'm excited for the team, I'm excited for the, you know, 
the people who've been watching a lot longer than I have, dude. It's 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 huge, man. And I think that parade showed it. It showed how huge it was for people, generation after generation after generation. That's that's what it means to just be that that shit team for so long. You know, the Mavericks, great example. Mavericks were dog shit, man. I used to go watch them uh, in Reunion Arena with my dad and my brother. And they were just dog shit. It was always a luxury if they won the game. But, I mean, for the most part, you're like, they're probably not going to win. You know, they're not a great team. So it was even more of a treat when they actually did win the game you went to. (laughs) You know? But after all those shit years, like, to win it in 2011 was magical. You know? Um, It's pretty cool, man. I'm going to take another drink here. Um, Some funny things uh, that I heard (laughs) about the Rangers game is uh, my friend's son called in to work (laughs) to go to, I think it was, I think it was game six. He called in to work to go to game six and (laughs) they fucking showed him on the news. Like that's out of all the people they could have shown in that stadium and I'm sure he's not the only one that called into work but I'm just saying you're trying to avoid the camera I'm sure you see the news crew and you're like no 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 no, not me or maybe he didn't even see him you know but he called into work you know made whatever excuse he made I'm assuming it was a sick excuse oh I'm sick today they're like yeah yeah right dude we know the rangers are playing whatever um, he called in sick and then sure enough with the fucking TV crew, they sh- showed up and a- I didn't actually see the interview. I just heard this story that fucking cracked me up. Um, it reminded me of when I was a little kid, I actually got interviewed at a Rangers game and I froze, I froze up. I didn't know what these people wanted. I didn't know why they had a camera in my face with a bright light. I didn't know what to say. You know, they were just kind of doing a lighthearted thing, you know, filming people coming in the stadium. It was me and my dad and my mom and my brother. And I was pulling the the cooler. You know, you could bring a cooler into the game or whatever. And uh, with snacks or whatever you had. And I thought, in my mind, I was like, we were doing something bad. We were doing something wrong by bringing a cooler in. But I think my dad tried to explain to me, no, it's, it's allowed. Like, it's okay. But I didn't feel that way for whatever reason. You know, I thought he was just maybe trying to convince me that it was okay, even though it was wrong. I didn't know. And we get through the gate. I give, you know, the people my ticket. They rip my ticket. They hand me back the stub. And I'm pulling the cooler through. And here comes the fucking news crew with a fucking microphone in my face and a camera, like I said, with the bright light. And, uh... She's like, what do you got in the, hey, how are you guys doing? You know, with a bunch of energy. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, young man, what do you have in that cooler? And I was like, I didn't know what to say. My dad was like, you know, he was like, sandwiches. Tell them we have sandwiches. And I was like, sandwiches? You know, like squeaked out a response. And they, the news crew started cracking up. And, you know, they just kind of moved on from that point. And, we, you know, we moved on with our day, went and watched the ball game, whatever. And I had so many friends and, and, and a, a specific teacher, my teacher, in that grade say, I saw you on the news yesterday, Chris. <laughs> and it was the worst interview experience ever. 
it scared me. I was like, I like I said, I thought we were doing something wrong by having the cooler or whatever. But uh, yeah, everybody laughed at me. It was it was pretty silly. I was like, I didn't know what to say. I'm sorry. I didn't remember what we had in the cooler. I didn't pack the cooler. I didn't prepare any of the sandwiches in the cooler. I didn't do any of that shit. I was just asked to wheel it in. And that's all I knew. What's in the cooler? I'm like, actually, I don't fucking know. I really don't know. It could be a possum in there. I, I, I don't know, lady. I get the camera out of my face. It's shocking. You don't expect that, especially as a kid. You know? I was a very, very shy kid. Very, very shy. Um, <clears throat> the other thing I heard was uh, my buddy Travis, who I've talked about on this podcast before, went out to Texas Live and, you know, watched the game as, as we celebrated, as we won. Because uh, they actually, you know, they played in Arizona, but you could go to the stadium for the watch party. You could go to Texas Live for the watch party. And, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, so he was out at the, you know, the game that we won. We won the World Series. First one ever. Franchise history. And, uh, <laughs> he said there was some, I guess he was chatting, you know, obviously you kind of make friends or whatever when you're drinking, you're out there or whatever. He's chatting with this dude who was 20 years old. And when they won the championship, <laughs> that dude started crying. And my Travis was so fucking funny when he sent me the message. He's like, bro, calm down, like <laughs> chill out. You know, it's like, there's, there's a ton of people who wanted this way more, probably for way longer than you. You know, what the fuck are you crying for? But, you know, I, I get it, too. It brings that kind of emotion. I shed a tear, you know, or two uh, over the championship. I get it. I understand it is emotional, but it's it's. I feel like it's a lot more emotional for someone who's been watching for 60 years. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Uh, or, they're, you know, Tom Grieve, for example, played for the team, you know, been around baseball his whole life. You know, always involved with the Texas Rangers. I could, I Matt Hicks, I get it. You've been doing this for a long time and never thought you'd get a chance to say in your lifetime the Texas Rangers are world champions. Oh, God, that still feels good, man. Still feels good. But, yeah, the the dude getting busted to go to the watch party. Uh, I don't think he went to the game. I think I said he went to the game earlier. Uh, the dude who got busted to go to the watch party when we won and the uh, the fucking 20-year-old crying about it is pretty... <laughs> Pretty damn funny. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right. That's a lot of Texas Rangers talk. Um, let's move on. You got the Cowboys, Eagles today. I'm about to order a pizza. When I'm done with this podcast, I might have another little seltzer. Uh, I think the straw is working, guys. I really think this straw is working. I could be wrong. Um, it would work even without the straw, but I feel like it's a little bit stronger right now. <laughs> you know, when you go to a stadium too, it feels like, you know, they're not giving you a tall boy. They're not giving you a, a great amount of booze for what you're paying. But uh, <clears throat> it just feels like when you're sitting in those stands and you're drinking a beer, it's like it really only takes two and I feel pretty fucking drunk. Um, I remember going and this was the difference too. You know, normally when I go to a game, I'll drink a beer or two and it's like damn after two i'm like am i a lightweight you know like what the fuck but when i went to chicago to watch the white white Sox play the um the cubs dude i had two moscow moscow mules and i was fucking out of there i was done 
And I feel like they kind of preyed on me a little bit. They saw me in the White Sox hat. We're in the Cubs stadium. They're like, we're going to fuck this guy up. <laughs> and they sure did, dude. I was, uh, they wouldn't let me into a bar um, downtown Chicago. He was like, no. He was like, you know, they're the doorman or whatever. Doorman. Doorman. You're just a doorman. Doorman. Uh, the doorman was like, yes or knowing people to come into the bar. Obviously, being biased, he let all the fucking hot chicks go in the bar. He let a couple of guys go in the bar. When he got to me, he was like, eh, eh. <laughs> I was like, why? He was like, dude, you're already gone. I'm like, no, I'm not here now. And he was like, no, you're not coming in. And I was like, I'll go spend my money somewhere else. He's like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> you're not doing it here. Like, fine, whatever. And I eventually found a bar. They didn't have a doorman or whatever. This was, I think it's right across from the stadium. I can't remember the name of the bar. It's a famous bar. Like, it, you go there and drink when you go to Cubs games. I can't remember the name of it. Somebody out there knows. But, uh, yeah, uh, they they definitely got me in, in my travel there. Uh, but anyways, okay, enough about baseball. Moving on to football. Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles. We need this win um, just for the rivalry alone. You, you want to have that that upper hand. You know, you just want to say that you beat the Eagles, even if you don't make it to the playoffs, even if you win the Super Bowl. You, you always want to beat your division foes, divisional foes. Um, so let's go, Cowboys. Uh, my Dallas Stars losing two to nothing to Vancouver last night, <clears throat> which you know is acceptable, dude. They've done great work so far this season for not really uh, even playing to their top ability in my opinion and I feel like the coach feels that way too they've done really fucking good the only issue I'm seeing with my stars is they're starting to fall into that trap again where you need your goalie to fucking save you every fucking game it's like dude you can't let him keep taking that many shots you can't you can't do it it's going to wear him out Fatigue. I mean, it will set in. Even if you're doing the goalie tandem, which it seems like we're doing this season, seems like I've seen Wedgwood a lot more uh, early on this season than I have last season. It felt like it took, I don't know, 10 or 12 games to to get Wedgwood in there to give uh, Ottinger a break. But, yeah, I, I think they're trying to do the goalie tandem thing, which is cool, but it's like... We, we got to do something to stop the shots, man. They, they're not going to be able to save you every single game. Um, they can save you a lot of games, and that's what they're there for. They're there for those big, crucial moments, those big saves, but lessen the shots. You know, make, make them take less. That's just my opinion. Uh, maybe this falls into something, some strategy uh, DeBoer is doing. I don't know. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't know. Uh, I, the only thing I could think to counter what I just said would be, you know, you let them take all the shots during the season and then you tighten down the defense during the playoffs. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. You're not going to magically stop more shots in the playoffs if you hadn't been playing that way all season, right? You're not going to come up with the magic at the end of the season. You got to do it now. So anyways, that's just my opinion. You got to stop letting him take so many shots. I, I love that he can change games for us. He can save games for us. He can do all that good stuff. But it's just, it's too much. You know, it's too much. It will wear on both goalies. So, um, 
Yeah, just do a little bit better. But I'm not upset, man. I'm not upset at all. That's just one little caveat to the star season so far. I think they're off to a blistering start. Um, if they raise their level <clears throat> even a little bit, I mean, they're they're already a threat, but it's going to be huge. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of stars. I, I, I was trying to watch that Avalanche Golden Knights game, but, you know, I thought that was going to be a little bit more competitive. It was not. The Golden Knights, I mean, they're just picking up where they left off from last season. They're just on fucking fire, man. You can't stop them. That's our only, uh, well, that's our, our second loss, I think. Uh... Vancouver being the most recent one, and then Vegas beat us in regulation. We have one overtime loss, but you know I'm not upset, man. We had a great road trip. I don't know if it's over yet, but they're playing fucking great, man. They're playing great. I, I they definitely have a next level they can go to, and I, I can't wait to see that. Uh, I don't know when that'll kick in, but <clears throat> I don't want to say hopefully soon. You don't want to burn yourself out, but maybe after the uh, All Star break, who knows? Who knows? Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. So, uh, that's what I know is going on today in football. I'm not watching anybody else. I'm probably going to watch some hockey tonight. Um, baseball's over, man. Like, fuck. That's the only shitty part. I want to watch more, but it's, uh, it's done. And it ended the best way possible. Um, let me go ahead and do this little segment. I'm going to start calling it Smart Things People Do. Last week, uh... I talked about it. There was a guy who, <laughs> and you never know if this shit is real. You just read it and it's funny. It's a funny concept, regardless of so if someone actually did it or not. But I believe somebody probably did. But I talked last week about the guy who needed new tires on his car. <laughs> he searched for the same make, the same exact make and model that he has, and he rented a car. <laughs> and then he swapped out the tires and the rims. He got four new fucking tires and it cost him 75 bucks to rent the car. Instead of 400, 500, 600, even more than that depending on your car, instead of spending that on a, a set of new tires, you just you go to fucking Enterprise. <laughs> uh, it's brilliant, dude. It's it's honestly you got to give him credit. Hopefully he was never caught. And I'm not saying to do this. This is not advice. Don't take any advice from me. I'm just saying it's fucking funny. I'm just a guy drinking on a podcast. None of what I'm saying is advice. I'm not advising you to do anything. I'm just uh, pointing out that it fucking cracked me up. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, that's fucking smart, dude. Honestly, like even if it was wrong, it's still smart, you know. <laughs> it's, it's a loophole I guess you never thought about before. Um, <clears throat> so I saw a new one. This is my latest, greatest one that I've seen. And I want to tell you guys all about, um, <laughs> someone that, you know, they, I guess there's an issue where they live with parking. It's always packed. You can't ever find a spot. Sometimes you have to park in some shady places where, you know, you might get a ticket. So I saw someone who, uh, they put a ticket on their own car just in case a meter maid or a cop or whoever hands out tickets like that. In case they came by, they would see he already has a ticket underneath his fucking windshield wiper. Now, that's fucking brilliant, dude. They're not going to double ticket you, are they? Can they? 
If they, if you, I mean, I guess they could, right? If you used to already have a ticket <laughs> and you're still parked there, like, well, fuck, I'm here again. I might as well give them another ticket. But I guess you would be less likely to give that person a ticket. You'd be like, well, they already have a ticket. You know, someone's already got them for it. It's going to look weird. It's going to look like we're targeting them, whatever. But that's really fucking smart. I've never thought about that before. Not that I park, you know, any place bad or where I'm not supposed to. I try not to. Um, I did get a ticket at the fucking, the Winter Classic. I mean, a guy with a vest, he had a little flashlight and an orange vest. I believed him. <laughs> I just parked in some random ass grass parking lot. He took all our, I mean, I wasn't the only one. It was me and like, I'm probably 20 to 30 other cars parked there. He took our money and went and got him some booze and was laughing at us, you know. I came out to a ticket. I'm like, okay, not only did I pay money to park here, now I got to pay this fucking ticket? This is bullshit, dude. Who was that? Where is he? Uh, long gone, dude. Laughing at your dumb ass for believing it. But yeah, I just thought that was brilliant. You know, put a ticket on your own car. You're probably less likely to have someone pull up on you. And, and once again... Once again, this is not advice. I'm just saying funny shit. And I don't want anybody coming back on me and be like, well, Chris said, uh, you know, you should try it. No, I didn't. I didn't say you should try it. I, I said somebody did try it. That's all I said. Someone did try it, and I thought it was brilliant. So that's why we're talking about it. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right, how far are we in? That's going to do it. Oh, I got a little bit to finish here. Um, congratulations, man. I, it's, I, it's still weird to say. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Thank you, Corey Seager. Thank you, Adolis. Thank you, Jankowski. I want to say that. I heard an interview with him. Uh, you know, after Adolis went out, he had, whatever, a muscle strain. And... Uh, <clears throat> And Jankowski came in, and, and they interviewed him before the game, of course, like they always do. you know. And he said the perfect thing. He said, I'm not going to go out there and, and be a dullist. I'm going to go out there and do what I can do. I'm going to play my style of baseball. And he did, man. He got a couple of base hits, which were huge for us. He did the damn thing. That's exactly the fucking mindset, dude. I love it. It just all came together for us, you know. Uh, all the doubters, all the haters, you know. Um, the haters, I mean, it's going to happen. You know, I don't care. I just love baseball. Like, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to the Houston Astros. I like the Astros. Do I like them more than the Rangers? Hell fucking no. I want my Rangers to beat the shit out of them every time. But, you know, you got the, you got the Astros playing the Yankees. I might go for the Astros. Who knows? It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I might go for the Yankees. Who knows? Or depending on what's happening in, in the division. That's the fun thing about it. It's fucking great, man. Um, unlike football. Football, I'm just stuck on my one team. And that's pretty much all I watch. I get news from the radio. I see little articles and stuff. That's how I get my extra news when I know different things about different teams. But yeah, baseball, hockey, basketball. I love pretty much every fucking team. So uh, that's what makes it fun. I just love some more than others, <laughs> you know? Um <clears throat> yeah, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe we did it. I can't believe we did it. Um, that parade was fucking awesome. I wish I could have gone. It sucks. I couldn't go, but it is what it is. I was celebrating, of course, regardless. 
Um, it was great, dude. It was great. Great fucking MLB year. The best I could ever imagine. You know, I tweeted this too when we when we beat the Orioles. I said, I don't know if we're going to win the World Series, but this is a lot of fun right now. And I, I to be honest, I didn't think I would be saying we're, we won the fucking World Series. I, I know Houston is a tall order. I know. I said that plenty of times. Uh, we just, it was our year, man. It was our year. And now they're talking about Otani coming here. It's between the Texas Rangers, the Dodgers, and I think the Giants. Yeah, good luck with the Giants, Otani. Uh, I don't think that's a decision you want to make. I mean, maybe he'd love living in San Francisco. What do I know? It's still California. Whatever. Um, I don't know, though. As, as far as the, the money's concerned, I mean, he's going to want a fuck ton of money. Um, oh, and this is the thing, too. It's crazy to think we did all of this without DeGrom. He was out. Like, he was supposed to be one of our aces. Like, damn, dude. I'm not to say, you know, I wouldn't like to have Otani. Yeah, you throw in Otani and Trout, and we'll give you something, you know? Um, I would love to have both of those players. You know, not to say I don't want Otani, but it's, you know, we won without him. Do we necessarily need him? That's not my money to spend, but it's like, you know, I'm sure they're they're budget-wise. You know, they're thinking budget. He's going to be expensive as fuck. Even though you get a player that you've never never had before. You know what I mean? He, he can pitch and he can hit. He does both, which is pretty insane. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty wild. I, I get it. Everybody wants to come to the Rangers now all of a sudden. I've always wanted Trout. Just me personally, I love Mike Trout, but, uh, yeah, dude, you got to look into Adolis's story too, because he wasn't supposed to be here much like what I enjoy about Altuve. Uh, all you Rangers fans are groaning. I know, um, a lot of what I like about Altuve is that pretty much the same with Adolis. He wasn't supposed to be here. He got an invite to spring training. There's not a set roster spot for him. He just got an invite, and he showed up, and he did his fucking thing. And then, when it came down to it, dude, he fucking... You know, it wouldn't be so... I guess it'd be less amazing if we didn't break so many damn records this season. You know, in the postseason, Seager went off. Adolis went off. Like, Ivaldi won five games. Like... That's fucking... No one's ever done that before. It was fucking insane, man. There's just so many other things I could probably say that I can't even remember at this point. Uh, oh, the cool thing I saw was uh, we won all of our road games during the playoffs. And the teams that we beat, uh, the first letter of their names add up to the word road. We beat the Rays, R. We beat the Orioles, O. We beat the Astros, A. And we beat the Diamondbacks, D, Road. Uh, pretty fuck. I, it's just, it was meant to be, man. It was just one of those things. Just like in 2011, I mean, the Mavericks just couldn't miss. You know what I mean? They were making all the shots. They were playing great defense. It was fucking, oh man, our future is just huge. It's going to be great, man. Josh Young, <laughs> or as my, my friend Russell calls him, Josh Young or Josh Jung. You can't have it both ways is what he says. Uh, he's young, man. He's fucking young. Simeon stepped up in that game, uh, game five. Dude, I mean, 
It's like the right time when we needed people to stay. That was another thing. Fucking Simeon didn't miss a game all season, all playoffs. That's incredible just to have that longevity. Were there certain times when I was irritated that he was swinging at the first fucking pitch? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, it irritated me. But, dude, when it counted, he, he got some base hits. He hit that fucking home. Oh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh, anyways, let's finish these off. I'm done for the night. I got I to gotta go get some pizza. Oh, shit. Oh, the time change. I'm looking at my watch versus the phone. I'm like, fuck, is the Cowboys game already on? All right, I got a little bit of time. I got to order some pizza. Turn on this Cowboys game. Go Cowboys. Let's get another victory. Um, if you care, FC Dallas has another game. They might move on in the playoffs. Um, I guess the Renegades, the XFL team, won their championship in their league, which is cool. Um, it's just weird to see a meme with them and the Texas Rangers side by side because it does not mean the same fucking thing, I think, to a lot of people. Not to say it's I'm discounting it. If you're in the, it's you're playing at a level that I could never play at, even in the XFL. Congratulations, Renegades! But it's just not the same. You know what I mean? Uh, cheers, everybody. All right, I think the straw worked. I'm a firm believer. All right, guys. Congratulations, Texas Rangers. I love you so fucking much, and I, we fucking did it. World champions. World champions, baby. Nobody can ever take it away. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Sorry for screaming. Love you all. Bye.